this is heavy. Well, dude, brother, what's happening, man? What are we doing? I don't know. I thought this episode would be fun to do, an episode with just me and you, just catch up on life, you know? Um, I don't know. And that, and, and dude, securing a guest every episode to do this endeavor, that's probably the most challenging part. Um, so if you ever want to, like, reach out to somebody, and sometimes you'll bring people on, but, like, dude, about, man, it's, we it's got, just... We a, got people lined out the door. It's just... Like, making it work with our schedules is the hardest thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, now we've kind of transitioned to recording on the weekends, which I feel like is kind of easier for you and, and me, too. Like, our schedules are a little more open than trying to record at, like, the end of a weekday. Uh, it, it varies, really. Here recently, I kind of got in the vibe of doing it on Mondays. Especially because yeah, I'm downtown already. It's like, boom, 5 o'clock, right over and do that. Yeah, well, for other family reasons we decided to shift to yeah. saturdays and record we're gonna do that for a little while and see how it goes but should have called it free weekends should have dude i've still got like those designs i was going through and like clearing off my computer trying to save room on my hard drive and i found a lot of those old designs of like i bet they're so bad they're so bad because <laughs> basically i just found like uh, a template and then just well okay so, so free weekends was like a 90s rip Right, basically, it had like the yeah. '90s neon, the neon and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that was going to be for anyone that doesn't know, the free weekends was going to be the name of this podcast. We may have talked about that before. I don't know if we did. We probably touched on it, but uh, we landed on Heavy Ultra. No, yeah, because we talked about Heavy Ultra on how we named Heavy Ultra. Not on this podcast, though. Not on this one. We were on the other one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. We haven't talked about that. Yeah. Well, anyways, now you know. Uh, yeah, it was almost called Free Weekend. Yeah. Still a good name. But Dude, this is our 60th episode. 60. We've done 60 and episodes. Can you believe it? We're all alone. I know. All alone. But this is like way more chill. This is pretty cool. Like I kind of like the vibe of just like having to clean up my house. I didn't have to like plan for it's people to come over. It's still hot as hell down here. still hot as hell down here, but I don't have to worry about like is the guest comfortable. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have to apologize to me. Yeah. Just like suck it up. It's not that bad though. It's pretty warm. It's not that bad. For anyone that comes over, it is, it is, we're in a basement, <laughs> we're underground, so it's, yeah. it's cool. So it's probably about what, 75 degrees right now? Sure. It's nice. Yeah, real nice. But dude, you recently shaved your head. Uh, yeah. You've had a lot of things going on. I see you out driving in the van. I don't want to, Jinx that at all, but Dude, like, I fired it up this morning. It shot me another code. Are you serious? Dead serious. Damn. It's a never ending. It will so, always be something. So replacing that sensor that I helped you replace yesterday did not change anything. I, don't I didn't even want to ask. Like After we got it on, we left. We got the Harley out of the backyard. You yeah, saw that. Yeah. And uh, Which I messaged uh, Sanctuary about that. I was like, hey, seven months later, I finally got the Harley out of my backyard. Did he ever no, respond? No, he hasn't responded at all. He's probably just like, oh, hell no. I don't yeah, have time for you. Now he's swamped. Dude, yeah, now he's he like. You missed your window. He's like, you missed your window. You got in good. You're like, yo. He's like, yeah, bring it over. And then. I didn't realize it was in January. It's been that. It's been sitting back there for seriously like six months. Yeah. That's when we tried to push it out? Yeah. January. No, it was like probably February because it was before Mardi Gras. Can you believe we tried to push that out? Dude. We took it up the steep side. There's no way. Without a Did winch. Did you have to back your truck down? I backed there? my truck down, and then we used a winch to pull it out. That's the only way. You would never push it. Never. I don't know it's, why. Why did you so put it heavy. in your backyard? 
It was in my basement. Oh, I just yeah. had to get it out of the basement. Why would you put it in the basement? I never put it. After we got that Harley home, I was like, well, I leave don't know it what in the to... trailer. It wasn't on a trailer. It was in Dad's trailer. No, it was on like a uncovered trailer when he brought no, it over. Dad had it in his white trailer. No, you're right. It did have it in the trailer. Yeah, because when he brought but it home. But he needed home, the trailer. I mean, he uses the trailer for other stuff. I couldn't just leave it in there. That's the four f- years. That's the fire to like get it fixed because, hey, I need my trailer back. You got to move the bike. Well, the saga of the Harley, we got it out of the backyard. Um, and so now I've reached out to, I believe his name is Loaf at Sanctuary Cycles. And hopefully he's not too busy. He'll be able to help me out. I messaged him on the weekend. So, I mean, maybe he's just not working. What about old dude over there at Dixiana? I don't know. I don't, I'm sure he would work on it. Man, I had a dude stop me at a Chevron a few weeks ago. I was wearing Nick's chopper shirt and he was like, Hey man, y'all work on bikes. I was like, Whoa, I don't, I don't work. There. Oh really? He, he was just asking if yeah, you were like, like a mechanic. And I was like, oh, I don't work there. I just support the dude. I was like, you can look him up though. He's like, yeah, I'm wanting to do like, uh, he, he wanted to get his bike painted. He's like, but I need like this like gold leaf painting. And I was like, well, I mean, you can hit the guys up, but I they doubt, don't do that. I doubt they do that. No. But we had just did the, the episode with uh, Dixiana where he had talked about just painting his bike. And I was like, you can hit him up. He's over in Penson. So. I haven't talked to him since we did that episode. So I think he moved again. Really? Or moved his shop or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what he's up to. But yeah, of all the people we know that are like into motorcycles and stuff, I was like, surely I can find somebody to help me. Because I just don't know enough. And Dad keeps pushing me. He's like, dude, we could fix it. We could work on it. I mean, we could. I just don't have the time. Exactly. And if I try to do it, it'll take forever. Yes. One, because I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to have to watch a lot of YouTube videos and stuff. That's what makes it cool. I mean, yeah, but it's like... I just want to ride it. We need a garage is what we need. Yeah, and we don't have a garage. I don't have anywhere to work on it here, which is why we brought it and put it in the basement. So I was like, oh, I'm going to fix this Harley up and ride it. And then it just sat there. I tried to take it apart. I, I pulled some stuff off and was looking at stuff, but then I was like, I'm in over my head. Like, this bike needs to be completely gone through. Um, yeah. And I don't even know, like, a good resource to order parts and stuff. I mean, you just got to put some vinegar in the gas tank, let it sit for six months. Six months. And you'd be good to go. Eat all that rust out. Yeah. yeah. I think there's something else you can get that does it quicker. But, uh, but yeah, this I don't is, know. This we'll is see the what year, happens. This is the year of bikes, brother. This is the year. How's the one you're working on coming? Slow. But but good. Because there was nothing wrong with with the bike other than, like, New carburetor because that's what everything needs. There's something wrong with oh, it. Needs a new carburetor. Yeah. Carb needs to be clean. Fix that carburetor. Yeah. yeah. So we I replaced all the gaskets in the carb. Got that put back on, and um, it needs a new throttle housing because I don't like all the switches on the handlebars. You just got the stock housing. Yeah, and it didn't work. I, I bought this housing that was supposed to fit the thr- the original throttle. It doesn't. So I had to buy another one. But Where are like, you even ordering parts? Uh, I. I got my bars from um, Lowbrow, and I think the throttle housing came from TC Bros. I TC looked at, Bros. TC, Just, TC Bros. TC Bros. Okay. Yeah, I looked at Dix uh, at um, at uh, what was that place in Orlando you told me about? Oh, uh, Dime City Cycle. Dime City. Yeah, yeah, they didn't really have a lot. Like they're more like not what I'm looking for. 
Yeah. Dad was like, man, hit up JMP Cycles. And it's like, JMP Cycles has a lot of stuff, but man, they charge so much money for their stuff. So when I put new bars on the bike, I had to get new throttle cables. And I found them. I found the exact ones on um, JMP Cycles. JMP? JMP? JN. Is it J Amperstand P? I don't know. JMP Cycles. I think JP Cycles, whatever. They had it, but they wanted so much for it. So I just copy, I copy pasted the part number. And found it seriously like thirty dollars cheaper. Yeah, JMP cycles. JMP cycles. Yeah, they have everything, but well, they sell like OEM parts and just which for, is what I needed. Bike. Which is what I needed. The throttle cables need to be OEM, but everything else, um, low brows kind of been the go-to. Uh, I'm probably gonna get a new seat from TC Bros, and then I want to get a sissy bar, but I'm kind of on the fence about it because sissy bars are rad. I don't see how you're going to do a sissy bar with a soft tail, though. <sighs> the same way there's a bar on it now. Yeah, but the fender and sissy bar are all independent. And it's just like a small sissy bar. I feel like the taller it is, the more it's going to be moving. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be like an antenna or but, something. But, however, it's all attached, though. So it, right. would, it would all move. It'll so move independently. My yes. thing is, like, if you strap a backpack to it, it would all move. You know what I mean? True, yes. Versus. See the stock seat was like a king queen, on a, on any soft tail it like hovers the back wheel. Yeah. So it the wheel moves independently inside, just like a dirt bike. Yeah. But man, I found some really rad seats though. That's the double seat, but it won't work. I dude, I'm, I'm when I had that Vulcan, I literally thought tried so hard to create a king queen that didn't look. The only thing I thought that might have looked cool. If you remember when we had Jeremiah on, we talked about the crazy Frank Fender. Yes. Like those, it's like a dirt bike. Yes. But you can still get it low enough to where it looks cool. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, But you basically of, have to fab it yourself because yeah. no one makes one for a Kawasaki Vulcan. Yeah. So I think I'm going to keep it so Just keep a solo seat on it, but throw a sissy bar on it. Sissy bars are cool. But plus two, like, man, are not, you gonna, not to give you shit for this bike, but... Go ahead. That's fine. I love, I, dude. I love that bike, but I did more of the bobber style, which um, is rad. Was so sick. It's not my it's all cup flat of tea. black and everything. Yeah, not my cup you're tea. going more like which I told 70s you. 70s chopper. I told you look. when you handed that bike over, I was like, "Yeah, this can be a different bike." And you're like, "You're crushing my childhood dreams." And I'm like, "Do you want me to have the bike or not?" No, no. I'm glad you're doing. I would chop it. I wasn't riding it very much, anyways. So. But like, dude, the uh, so there's still your turn signal lights are on there. Held on with freaking electrical tape. Electrical tape. Literally hanging. Is that broken them and like, dude, at least they're on. I'm going to see if I can find a picture of that bike. Yeah, Where would I have? I have pictures of the new bars I put on it, but I don't have like a full wide Is it shot. on your Instagram? No. No. I'm not really on Instagram. I use Instagram for like promo stuff because like LCY has, is like an umbrella company for like six different other companies that have all Instagrams. So I just use it's literally I use it for business. I get on there to network with people and pay for ads. Uh, well, I'm just, I don't know if I have a photo. Shout out to our YouTube page. If anybody's listening, you can watch on YouTube and see the stuff that we pull up and talk about. Here's a video of me riding it, but that's not doesn't show the full bike. <laughs> so anyway, your bike is rad. There the, it is. The bobber, yeah, look at that. It's sick. So rad, but personally, I'm not a huge fan of the eight hangers. I just well, yeah, you pulled those off immediately because I want something I want to feel comfortable riding, and that 
just ah uh, man, that just that's not it for me, dog. That's a no for me, dog. But anyway, so imagine like a sissy bar on the back, but then mount the tail lights up on the on the sissy bar. Oh yeah, no, I've seen people do that. Are you gonna fab up your own sissy bar? No. So shout out Lowbrow Customs and and even TC Bros. They have they have a kit that's which is which is essentially the bar you have on it now. It's just longer. It's made for a Vulcan. It's ma it's like made to mount where you have that one mounted. Because this it's one goes, like it mounts on the fender, but then it goes down and mounts actually to the wheel. That's like just a that, support for the fender. Correct. Yes. Okay. So I'd have to adjust the support for the fender, but the actual mounting point, where, the short bar you have on it now is where it would go. It's got the same exact mounting hardware that you have now. But it just goes up how much higher? It would be, well, you can't see it here. With the new bars, it would be about level with the bars. Okay. <clears throat> I guess I'd have to see it. Yeah, they're cool. You think that'd look cool? See, well, I've kind of gone back and forth. I, in my head, I think it'd look cool, but they're kind of expensive for a damn metal rod. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. You could probably just have somebody like send them a picture and measurements. Reach out to Dwayne. Just be like, hey man, uh, I want this. Yo, dog. He could just weld you something. He'd probably charge you half of what you're gonna pay for this. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, they're fairly cheap, but I mean, I could put that money towards something else. Really, I just want to get it out and ride it. So right now, I put new bars on it, but the original throttle housing didn't work because I don't want all the switches on the bar. So I've moved the switches down. Your like start switch and everything, and um, but the throttle housing that I bought doesn't work, so I had to buy a new one. And it's not here yet. So sweet. That's well, gonna look good, man. Yeah, I think it's rad. I'm excited to see it. Uh, the rabbit ear. Handlebars you put on there do look really sick. Told you, man. Um, dad, dad was like so send against me a photo it. Photo to send, put to post. I showed dad, and he was like, "Man, he's like, that's not what I would put on that bike." There's and I was like, "Well, that. it's not your bike." <laughs> yeah, I think it looks sick. Yeah, dude, bobbed out. But is that a bobber? Is that like a rat? Bike? I don't know. I don't know the terminology enough. I know like. The white walls and all that stuff, and just the single the single seat without having like a two up king queen or something. Yeah, that's kind of like bobber, but there's a lot of variations, and I'm no chopper scholar, so I don't know how to clearly differentiate between. But that too, like, so I think I think the king queen seat looks better on a bike that's raked out more. Yeah, because this is it's kind of a short. It's a small bike. It's kind of it's real compact. You're right. not like super. I don't know what you call it. It's not super raked out. So I think I'm gonna keep the solo seat. Oh, okay. So you're not gonna change it, or you're just gonna get a different seat. Get a seat. different seat. That's not even a seat. I wouldn't even classify that. It's as a pan, dude. dude. A pan seat, man. Gosh. Because you guys were like, man, you don't want to stay on this thing. You're gonna go 60 miles and can't wait to get off of it. And I'm like, yeah. Look at what you're sitting on. Look at that thing. That looks more comfortable than it is. That picture don't do it justice. That seat's so and you'll cool. slide off, dude. Like if you really get on the throttle, like uh, I've been on trips where I've hit like potholes and stuff. It's like, dude, you kind of like <laughs> bounce off the back. You gotta be careful. But I did find. Uh, I think I'm gonna swap out the white walls for like the. No, you told me that. Yeah. Super old school, like Firestone. You can still. You could probably sell those tires. They're still in good shape. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, but I, like I told Dad, like I'm really not trying to go crazy with it. Are you going to keep the wrap on the pipes? Yeah. You're going to keep that? I'm not changing any of that. Okay. Yeah. bike is loud as hell. It's Vance and Hines pipes, man. There's no baffle in there. It's just like straight pipe. Did y'all take, you had to have taken that out. They're, um, they're not the stock pipes that came on there. I don't know. When I got it, because Marty owned the bike before he sold it to Dad and to me, those have been the same pipes that have been on it the whole time. Hmm. So yeah. I just know they're, it's fucking loud, dude. It's almost too loud. Like when I drive through the neighborhood at night and stuff, and like, it's like, ah, yeah. I feel bad. Yeah, I mean. Like the few times I brought it over here and just cranked it up. It's like, dude, I know everyone on the street can hear me. I mean, right you're now. that guy. Yeah. But at the same time, I would want that on the road because people are so stupid and don't pay attention. I True. Feel like, I feel like we have it different because of dad. Like going on road, when I'm driving in a car, like I drive differently when there's a bike around me because of dad. Yeah. Versus people who had just have no clue and are oblivious to the world of motorcycles. Yeah, like riding their ass and yeah. stuff. And yeah, just being an asshole. Don't do that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep the pipes. Loud, baby. It looks good, dude. Well, I'm excited to ride, man. Hopefully, uh, I should have got my bike over to old buddy like six months ago, but hopefully he can get it. I'm hoping it won't take much to get it going. You know what I mean? Like what is what is wrong with it? Nothing, other than it just sat there for years. Everything is just dry rotted. Like okay, I pulled the fuel filter out and it just like Hold fell on, apart. Sorry, my can hand. we talk about your profile photo? Man, what a throwback, dude! I know I found that picture. I know this is for visual visual audience, but I'm sorry, dude. I remember. Maybe I just remember photos of that truck. This little hot, what is it? A power. It's wheel? a Power Wheels. Power. So it's wheel. a Power Wheels. It's a. Isn't that Bigfoot? It's modeled after the Bigfoot monster Yo. truck. Dude, it's so, fu- dude. Where'd you get that photo? Uh, I don't know. I found it. I've got the photo album upstairs. One of them. Oh. And it's in there, and I just snapped a photo of my phone. I need to get through that. Yeah, man, Bigfoot Power Wheels. Shit was awesome. Anyway, so back to the Greatest. bike. Everything's dry rotted. So everything's dry rotted. Uh, all the, you know, brake lines need to be bled and, and everything needs to, you know, new fluids, um, drain all the oil out of the crankcase. Um, the whole inside of the tank is rusted out like hell. So that mm. needs to be cleaned. Uh, a lot of the hoses, the fuel lines and stuff, they're all dry rotted. They'll just fall apart like, when you touch them. Yeah. Um, fuel filter, I pulled it out. It was like all dry rotted. What year is that bike? It's an 88. Ooh. Yeah. It's like some kind of, uh, it's some kind of, 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 uh, 85th anniversary bike. It's the 85th anniversary, but it's an, uh, 88 year. It's so sick. Do you have pictures of it? That bike, I tell, I, I know I've said this before, but. Dad had went and picked up this bike for Alex, and I don't think he did. He tell you he was getting the bike? Was no it a surprise. He brought it home on the trailer, and I don't have pictures of it. On Alex and my dad have always ridden motorcycles. It's never been my thing. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it's cool, but I mean, y'all can do it. Whatever. I'll find and one. He brought that bike home, and I was I fell. Well, in dude, it's love. crazy how raked out it is. It's like so the front, cool. like dude, Dad, when we got it up, the uh, I got to show you photos of us because we had to winch it out of the yard, and um, 
we got it up out of the yard, got it on the trailer, and Dad was looking at it. It's all it's bone stock. Yes. It's like a an eighty eight Softail Evo motor. Um, I don't know what other than that it's called. It's what the cool. model is. Cool. I'll post some pictures for the YouTube version. But stock, like I took the front fender off. And with that fender off and the and the stock rake that's on it, it's like damn, dude. I saw like it, it, it has that rad like chopper look. Yeah. So I don't want to do anything to it just other than get it going. So I'm hoping when old buddy works on it, he can get parts probably a lot easier than I can. But it, it needs new tires, so the tires are dry rotted. Like mm. I wouldn't want to ride on those tires. Yeah. They hold air, but they're like falling apart. Yeah. And so that's it. I mean, just a basic tune up. I say tune up. But, I mean, it needs to be, like, thoroughly gone through and probably have a lot of parts replaced. But other than that, I mean, it's not – there's nothing physically wrong with it that, that I we, know that of. That we know of, okay. Yes. He may find something in there. It's like, oh, this engine's shot, you know. But just imagine, just imagine, because I don't – maybe we've talked about this before or maybe not. When we originally were kicking around the idea of this podcast, you had this bike down here. In this freaking basement. It was in, yeah, it was parked right here. Yes. Where, where we're sitting. Is. Yes. And we were throwing around ideas and I pitched the idea. I was like, yo, we need to like completely transform what you think a podcast is and not not do that. We need to wear lavalier mics, lapel mics. And every week we just come down here and tinker on the bike. It's just us working on the bike. But then the natural brotherly shit we give each other for working on the bike that's edited and cut together as a video sure easy but how do you film it you just set up cameras like we have yeah and just do it like that okay yeah and then no no anyway we changed it and now this is what we do but imagine had we started that a year ago how far along would we be on the we bike would have run out of content i mean we would have got the bike going we could have got the sure. bike going but boom and then we would have started on the vulcan we would have brought the vulcan down here and then we just build a channel about repairing. heavy ultra choppers. Is that's what we could heavy be on? Heavy ultra right now. choppers. Yeah, could have done it. Imagine, imagine. I well, we still I, can. I thought it'd be rat. No, no, you're taking to the guy now. We're 60 episodes in. I mean, how much further can we go with this podcast? Yeah, how can we restructure? I need to do something. Let's just revamp the whole thing, or call it quits. End on a high note. You know? No, no, 60 no. episodes, dude. I was like, if we hit 50, it'll be a miracle. I don't know really? why. I just kind of thought that in my head. Like, that was the magic number. I was like, okay. I never you know. had a number. I was like, if we're going to do it, I want to do it right. You know, we'll do like a local podcast, be kind of guest-driven, get people on, come to hang out. And I was like, if we did 50, like, that's cool. Like, then I'd really feel like we gave it our all. And then by that point, I'd be like, well, we're burnt out. Let's do something else, hmm. you know? We're still going. Oh, yeah. I think Heavy Ultra is too good of a name. We'd have to read. Have to use it for something. We'd have to use it for something. Hold on to that for life. So how did we come up with the name? We talked about this on another podcast that we were guests on, but maybe there's people out there wondering. Well, I had my memory wrong because we both had different answers. Actually. What was your answer? How do you remember it? We had been, from what I remember, we had pretty much decided on free weekends. And then we were like, no, we're not doing free weekends. Let's do something. Is that lame? Let's do something else. Did you think that name was lame? It's kind of lame. Now that I think about it, or now that we've kind of grown to use the name that we're using, I think that name is like super Yeah, dumb. compared to what we do now, 
Yeah. But I'll be honest, when we first pitched this, I'm like, dude, what the fuck does that mean? Like, that's it's too much. You know what I mean? Like what, heavy ultra? Yeah, I was like, it's too for lack of a better word, heavy. It's too, it, too it sounds like a movie or something. It, it sounds, sounds like a sick. I don't know. I wasn't like like we were probably recording, we had probably already done like two or three episodes, and I was like not sure about the name what? dude dude i was so i just bit my tongue because you were into it and i was like okay yeah. let me give it time let it grow on me so that's where my creative like any 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 of the brands that we've started i mean lcy is a prime example of all the this umbrella company that has all these six different brands like for me it's always what's the name and then like my that's when I start getting creative. It's like under the, I don't know. That's how my brain works. It's yeah, like, I get give it a that. name, then I'm creative. It's like of, once it has a name, then it's like legitimized. Yes. It's like, okay. now. Let's so I feel it. like we had gone back and forth. We finally decided Free Weekends ain't it. And we had, from what I remember, we had gone to some event at Saturn. And we had, we had thrown down a pretty good bit. Because I remember being in the back seat of your car as soon as we got back home, and I was like, No, man. we were definitely in front of the house. We had just pulled up. Yes. And in my head, I'm like, dude, I'm going to be so hungover in the morning. <laughs> and we were, so, I think we we had talked about heavy metal or something. Heavy was already one of them. Yes. The heavy metal magazine was very prominent. Yes. Um, it's a, for anybody that doesn't know, heavy metal is a science fiction magazine that came around in like the early 70s. Went on to create an animated movie in the 80s of which the is, same name. Which is on Prime Video. You can watch it on Prime Video. It's it's wild. I don't know if you've ever seen it. My dog's being weird. Hang on a second. Okay. She's trapped on the stairs. Is she really? She only wants like that. Yeah. Mother F. <clears throat> and Lola's joining the podcast. Yeah, so, yes, we had, like, Heavy, Heavy would be sick. Heavy would be dope. And I remember pitching the name, like, Heavy Heavy Ultima. And I was like, dude, Heavy Ultima. Ultima? Yes. And then immediately you that were sounds like, like a car. <laughs> it was from a car. Nissan Ultima. Yeah, I was like. So, it was like, call it Heavy Ultima. And then immediately you were like, no, Heavy Ultra. And then boom, that was it. Okay, well then I remember it the same way. I, I think it was a blend of the heavy metal and then um, that movie with uh, Jesse Eisenberg and American Ultra. American Ultra, Heavy Ultra, and gotcha. I just blended the two together because I thought American Ultra was a cool name. Okay, and so and so yeah, and then the Instagram handle was available, so I was like, that done. was a big thing. Too. I feel like we had a lot of names, but it's like, is the Instagram available? No. All right, it's a shit name. Shit Don't name. Use it. Stupid. And then we came up with that. Yeah. And, uh, it works really well. Like the symmetry is like it's the same amount of letters in both it's words. It's crazy. Spoken like a true graphic designer. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, it's like, okay, they line up. I can, yeah. You can be artistic with the designs and stuff. So, yeah. We got to step up our t shirt game. I know. Uh, we, but I always feel like you're like, no, that's lame. That's like, what, having t shirts? Yeah. Well, like marketing t shirts. No, no. I want to create some more t shirt designs. I just haven't. Well, I was kind of been lazy. I kind of hands off. I was like, All right, I'll push this for so long, and if he's not on board, then I'll just let it go. No, let's do some more t-shirts. I think okay, it'd be right. cool because uh, we have t-shirts we give out free. Every... Does anybody buy them? Yes, like, we have like a store. Online. Well, we yes, we have a store. A little we... plug, heavyultra.com. But we've sold all of like the the major 
uh, sizes. Yes. We've been out. But I don't want to re-release the same thing. I want to do something different. Okay. Well, we'll come up with some new designs. That'd be cool. Only if you're into it. I'm into it. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I was at the skate park, um, what was it, last Tuesday, and I uh, saw somebody running around with their shirt on. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's what's going on. Yeah. And then I promptly got hurt uh, again. And, uh, what are you got I've been now? limping around. Like four frozen bruised heels. Dude, that's exactly what happened. Again, like in the pump track, like skating around in circles. What are you doing? Just like stomping concrete? What are you doing? Well, for anybody that's familiar or been to the skate park, uh, if you're skating counterclockwise, there's a big dip before you go into the big quarter pipe slash half bowl that's in the back of the pump track. That's up against like the quarter pipe in the very back corner. And it just dips down really low right there. And opening day, somebody fell that I was following. And so I kind of jumped kind of to the side. But you're jumping from that where the concrete goes up. Down to the low. And then it drops down another foot and a half. And so I just came down further than I expected and just landed on my heel. They call it like a stone bruise. Like I was trying to Google like the ways to make it heal faster. I've only ever heard of it as a heel bruise, stone bruise, whatever. Same thing. And the only thing you can really do is just stay off your feet. Yeah. So what do you do? You promptly go back to the skate park. Well, this is three weeks later. I mean, the park's been open a month. It wasn't three weeks. It was, you were like, dude. No, no, no. You're right. You come over and you're like, I went over a week later and then I was skating the flat bar. And they waxed the shit out of that flat bar. Damn it. I don't know. I'm part of this group, which I'm going to pull up in a second. It's Alabama Wax skateboarding. And, dude, somebody was on there venting, like, I don't know. I don't know who it is. I don't want to throw shade. But, like, somebody on there was like, uh, is it all the damn rollerbladers that are waxing the hell out of all the ledges and stuff? Because all the ledges, one, they're built really well. So they're, like, super smooth already. Yeah. But then you have people that just come through and wax the crap out of them. And I've seen rollerbladers doing it, mm. like waxing, like mm. just just like a, going crazy, you know. And uh, so after opening day, bruising my heel, about a week later I went back and I was just skating the flat bar. And first I was just trying like a little board slide. And as soon as I got on the rail, it just slipped out Oof. like bad. And, uh, dude, I'm going to find this post. This is pretty funny. There's like um, – on Facebook real quick. For anybody that's still on Facebook. See, nobody. Get the hell off Facebook. Yeah, Instagram's going the same way, too. I know, dude. Instagram sucks now. I need a new alternative, man. I need to feed that dopamine. Instagram ain't it. TikTok's it right now, dude. TikTok, you get lost in the talk, bro. All right, so this is, uh, I'll show this on the screen, Uh, Alabama Skateboarding. It's like a private group, and anybody can join it. There's like 1,500 members. But it's cool. A lot of it has to do with the skate park. And somewhere on here, somebody was ranting about the wax. But I slipped out on a flat bar and hurt my foot again in the same place. And then somebody was venting. I may have to edit around how long it's going to take me to find this. But somebody was venting about how people keep waxing the shit out of everything. This dude shreds. He's cool. He's up there like every day. This dude's super good too, man. Tail slide on the thing. Anyways. Uh so here's a view of the bowl or the pump track. So on the opposite end is where I got hurt. Hmm. So you'll see this kid go around and he's coming back. I like his Mohawk helmet. And then on the backside, right where he's about to go over, 
right there is where I fell. Gotcha. And then I heard it again. And then just just not, long story short, just not being able to stay off of it. And then last Tuesday, I went up there to meet my friend Chris, and we were skating. And somebody was up top. Okay, so when he comes back around. So up here, people like to hang out and, like, practice flatland and stuff. And somebody's board shot out in that, mm-hmm. in this area. And so I had to dodge it, and I fell on my same foot and got hurt again. But then you also hurt your wrists up there, too. Yeah, that was on the flat bar. Buddy. So I just, I don't know. It's a combination of me sucking at skateboarding <laughs> and everything being super slick. Hey, they were promoting our change episode. Hey, Check look at that. That, out. Uh, that episode did pretty well, too. Hey, it's up there twice. Let's go, baby. Dude, this is a popping freaking page. Look how many posts there are. What are all these people doing online on Facebook? Dude, this is cool, man. I get on here and see what people are doing. So if you want to keep up with stuff that's going on in the ham... Check out Alabama skateboarding. This is another video of the pump track. Um, so this is a better view. So I got my cursor right there is where I fell. Mm. And, uh, so the park's been open a month? About a month, yeah. And you've hurt yourself s- several times. Yeah. Several times. Uh, and mostly it's because I suck at skating and I'm timid. Um, Andre at the skate park says I need to step it up and quit being a little bitch. Step it up, dog. Um because my lack of confidence is what's getting me hurt. I don't know if I can find that post. If I can find it, I'll show it. It's really funny. But this dude eats it on the flat bar, and that's what happened to me. So another time, completely separate from my heel, how I got hurt my wrist, and now I have to wear a wrist guard, I was on the flat bar, and I'd landed a board slide, and then I was coming back, and I was already tired. I can, I can only skate for about an hour and a half before I'm just, like, spent, especially in this heat in the middle of the summer. Oh, yeah. You may be out of the shade, but you're not getting away from the humidity. The humidity is fucking terrible. And, um, okay, so here it is. All right, so this guy, anyways, to finish my story, I was um, skating the flat bar, feeling a little overconfident, tried to land, board slips out, I come down really hard on my, like, with my hands behind me, hyperextended this wrist, and then I hit my back on the concrete, like, came straight down on my back, dude. Knocked the wind out of me. I don't know when the last time you've had the wind knocked out of you. Terrible feeling. Uh, You're just like, (gasps) you can't breathe. My board shot off across the park. And uh, I was more embarrassed than anything just because I fell so hard doing like such a lame trick. But man, it like scared me. I was like, I could have really gotten hurt. Like could have hit my head, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, so not long after that, somebody posted... Uh, and I'll paraphrase, but just want to shout out the crew of rollerbladers who left uh, all the wax, greasy as day old bacon. You got to lose some weight, try going faster, um, trying to grind and slide this Vaseline nightmare. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because I imagine it just gets all caked up. And it's just like. It's just, dude, and the, the heat melts it. Yeah. And so it just gets so freaking slick. Yeah, uh, this is a pretty heated thread. Dude, a, people are like lit because people. I mean, I'm sure there's rollerbladers like this isn't us, but then like so many people were like, "Yeah, it is." Shrouds mm. are dangerous. Okay, check this out. So this guy's skating the flat bar. Boom! Oh my God, dude, dude, look at that. I he don't... lands it. He lands it though. So shout out to uh, I don't know what's his name, but dude, like that's what I did. Just eat like on the most simple trick, like. 
board slides are like a beginner trick. And I just realized trying to learn how to skateboard in your 30s, just how bad I suck. But that's kind of what happened to me. Yeah. But I was on the end of the rail. Yeah. And so when I slipped out, I just landed on my back on the concrete. I didn't have my head like this guy, which yeah. he got up and did the trick. But now I've been like mortified of the freaking flat bar. And so I don't know, man. I just suck. So like just it's gotta, crazy. You just kind of like commit and do the whole elbow pads, wrist pads, the helmet. The helmet, just pads. the whole night. And there's dudes up there that do it like shameless. Like, What's wrong with it? Nothing. Yeah. And now that I'm older, I appreciate it more. Yeah. Like I'm rocking the wrist guards. I don't care. And how, many, like, how many times are you going to fall till you finally go? Dude, I don't know. And uh, like my friend Chris, when we've been skating a lot together, he's my neighbor down the street. And when he goes up there and hits the bowl, he takes a helmet and like wears a helmet. I would. And a lot of the older, like the dudes that are like in the 30s that and stuff, know what the that hell. know what the hell. They're like, yeah. dude, I'm wearing pads, man. I'm not going to die. But yeah, man, this is a cool thread. Like it's uh, heated. I mean, it's heated. That's probably like one of the more like controversial posts you know but like it's just cool like because there's all kinds of events they do like they've been doing this like bolo-rama thing um and i think that one of the admins on this page he's really involved in the skate park and stuff and there's cib you know so how, posting about how, their how, how do we get in on that how do we how do we like give back how can heavy ultra do something do something i don't know i had an idea of like just going up there and filming and then just creating like a weekly YouTube thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's already people out there doing this. But like for anybody that's familiar with like Dan Corrigan, he's like a semi-pro skateboarder, but he's more of a YouTuber. He's sick. He's really good. But he just goes and like kind of mellow skates these skate parks around California. And he's out there. I think he's like on – he may be on Powell. I don't know. But he hangs out with like Zach Doling and a lot of other like pro skaters that are like super good. A lot of the Fallen guys, the mm -hmm. new Fallen. Um, and he just uploads, like, videos. And some of those videos are so simple. It's, like, just curb session. Yeah. And they're just out there, like – and it's a lot of B-roll. It's not just, like, oh, clip, 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 clip. Right. It's just, like, he's just rolling. Yeah. So you feel like you're part of this session. You know what I mean? It's cool. And we, I was like, man, maybe we could do something like that. To do it. So I took my GoPro today and, we, like, got I some mean, footage, yeah, you know. You know Final Cut already. We've already That's talked true. about that. I mean, we know skate videos. That'd be rad. But that'd be cool. I don't know. Uh, Chris Solomon, I think he's one of the admins of this page. If you're listening to this, reach out, buddy. Uh, how can we get more involved? I bet we could get away with posting skate clips on the Heavy Ultra page. I thought about that. I was like, is that too much of a stretch from our normal content? I don't think so, because the majority of people listen anyway. Well, I post stories, but it, like... We have stories? Like on our Instagram. Oh, like, I'll post some skate clips on there from time to time. Okay. Like, I posted a rad video. Like, Hunter was just up there shredding, and I saw his video, and I just kind of re reposted it. we got to do. We got to, like, lean more. We got to lean more into Heavy Ultra as a – I don't want to call it a brand, but we need to lean more into Heavy Ultra than just, like, like expand more outside of just podcasting. Like T-shirts, man. Well, no, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> sell out, beer. but I'm saying, like, grab me one, too. Um, I'm totally gonna sell out. Buy so, our T-shirts, make us rich. So we did a we did the episode with the Redemptive Cycle guys, and the first time meeting them, and they invited us to the Tall Bike Joust. And I pitched this idea um, to Alex. I was like, "Yo, what we need to do is again, we need to strap on some lavalier, some lapel mics, go up there, and it's just like it's our." 
it's perspective. A, yeah, but it's like our like own because we have like our own brotherly like the way that you and I interact with each other. True, I, I think is gold when it, it is called. How, how am I trying? To say <laughs> what are you trying to say? I don't. I know. want to see what you just said on a piece of paper, <laughs> <laughs> written down. <laughs> yeah, let me see the transcript. <laughs> so. Anyway, they invited us to the Tallback Joust. I was like, yo, let's strap on lapel mics, and then we'll get Katie or Tim or somebody to just follow us with a camera, and it's just our experience at the Tallback Joust. Cut that down into like a three- to five-minute video. Boom, blast that on the YouTube channel. Experiences like that because a lot of guests that we have on the show invite us to come experience Different what they do for a living. Stuff, yeah. One of the which being the tall bike joust. We've been invited to do drifting. We need, we need to go see roller derby. Roller Dude, that derby. That would be cool. Yeah. So I'm saying like, so I we had pitched this idea, and that was kind of the idea of the heavy ultra sideshow. That's kind of what like I imagine that. It's like us. It's heavy ultra, but it's 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 different. You it's know what different. I mean? It's, like it's a, more like in the field, like, yes, but it's not like super, it's kind of in the vein. I want it to feel like a VT, V WVTM news report. No, 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 no. I was like picturing like kind of in the vein of like Maddie Matheson or Brad. Um, uh, it's alive. It's with, alive. Yeah. 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 It's like, like quick little YouTube edits. Yes, Definitely. Yeah. And I think that was the original idea behind the whole free weekends thing. It's like, oh, we're going to explore like what people do on the weekends, you know, and what are you going to do with your free weekend? Oh, you got to do this. Yes. Here's Chase McMaster and his motorsports park. Exactly. And like, check yes. this out, you know, whatever. So I still think, I think that's a good, I still think it's a good idea. I think we could still do it, but the manpower is what we don't have because we don't have a crew. It's just me and you. Hey, we're looking for volunteers. If anybody's out there and interested in helping us do this. So um, what could be a viable, viable way that you and I could go and not only like like get to experience stuff that we've been invited to do, but then make it like a cool thing for other people to watch and get inspired about. Con our wives and girlfriends out. and they're coming up there and filming us and hanging out with us. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty or our friends who already who have children of their own in their own lives. That it's like, true. hey, spend your Saturday yes. with us. That's the thing. All of our friends have. It takes teamwork, man. Just this podcast. I mean, you would be amazed. Um, I mean, I know. You know, but anybody listening, just doing a video-based podcast. It's a lot. And, and it's, a, it's a lot, especially with guests quit? and everything. You see why yeah. I didn't want to do it anymore? It's a lot to do. It's fun, though. It's rewarding. It's good. But I'm saying Heavy Ultra has so many cool ideas. It's just the time and the energy that it takes to do. Because, like, video production has been so – you can't do it half-ass anymore. Like, right. Like, YouTube is, like – You got to step it up. You have to step it up because people are, like, spoiled now. But I know? feel like we already have our foot in the door. Or you just have to carry your camera we, with we, you all the time and always be, like – you're always on. You're not always – Man, you see how good cameras are on the iPhone 13? Just iPhone Yeah, but, I mean, you're always, like, getting content. You know what I mean? Like, how do you draw a font, like a clear line in the sand? Like, okay, I'm just hanging out. Like, I'm not trying to, like... We would have that, but I mean, in the sense of heavy ultra. That's what I'm talking about. I want to lean more into... How many times can we say heavy ultra on this podcast? Heavy ultra, heavy ultra, heavy ultra. Yes. But, like, lean into it, and I don't... Like I said, I'm not trying to say, like, a brand, but, like, lean more into this thing that we've created more than just sitting at this table. I agree. Period. Totally. See, that's why we need to have podcasts like this, where we're just like hashing stuff out. I feel like we do. 
And not really. I guess not really, no. As soon as the mics go off, we don't talk to each other. You're like, bye. Well, because when we were filming on Monday nights, we were getting out of here, getting out of here pretty late before. Yeah. And it's like, man, I got I got stuff to do. But now, weekends, we're good. It's not bad. Especially if we hit it early. You know. Yeah, so, but you I can't mean, drink beer too early. Too early, yeah. 10 a.m., crack a cold one? <laughs> you can. No. Do it at the beach all the time. Well, the beach is different. It's like, it's accepted there. I guess we can get away with it here. Nobody really knows what time we record. Right. Do anything. Yeah. It's not 8 a.m. right now. Don't worry about it. What I'm saying is Heavy Ultra has aspirations, and I feel like we need to do it and milk it. Well, we're 60 episodes into the podcast. It's been fun. Now it's time to go on to version two. Keep doing the podcast, obviously, but then still yes, do Yeah, like, don't do away with the podcast, but... Sprinkle in other because we talked about. I mean, I'm gonna throw out all these names that the audience has no idea what any of this is. But we've talked about Surf Beham. We've talked about the what do we call the the bar thing of like making drinks and we have so many ideas. We talk about a lot of stuff that is not like too far fetched. Of like, man, we'll never be able to do that. We just need to spend time and do it, and we need the manpower to do it and the manpower to do it. Dude, I watched Totally Off Beat. Uh, there's this YouTuber that me and Zach watch called Key West Waterman. He's like a spear fisherman in Key West, obviously, because of his YouTube channel. Really rad if you're into, like, fishing and, like, people on the water and stuff. That's a side hobby of mine. Um, something I want to get more into. Uh, Again, we're supposed to go fly fishing. Imagine that. Dude, video. I know. Where are you at, dude? <sighs> dude. John, come on, man. Saying heavy ultrasound show could be so go sick. fly fishing. West fly fishes. We could go be, fly fishing. Could you imagine? Sorry, I know you're trying to deal. But how us. would you like film it though? We would. That's we, the challenge. We need a third person. We need an intern. Yes, <laughs> we need something because get, it's like I'll, you could go on these cool adventures, but that how you document it, but still make it feel organic. You know. So I'll get the LCY intern and be like, "Yo, all right, you're you're doing." Heavy ultra stuff now. <laughs> Get your waders on. We're going to the river. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Meet us in Grants Mill. Uh, we're going to yeah. film some fly fishing. Yeah. We can do it. But, yeah, obviously my passion, I'm, I have a big heart for skating, and so anything I could do that would be more like helping the world of skateboarding. Um, Wait, so you were talking about you? we follow this guy who does spear fishing. Oh, yeah. He had a really cool video today that I watched this morning. Um, I've been this, getting up early in the mornings on Saturday, on weekends. Dude. I can't sleep in late. Like eight thirty is like my max. Dude, I was up at like six thirty this morning. It's cool, dude. I like dig the like early morning vibe. Yeah, it's just I was like yes. Get my coffee. You would think like like not to toot my own horn, but like being like a business owner and like, like working like, your ass off. Yeah, you're like man, I'm sleeping in. Don't call me. But it's like you can't even help it. Like eight thirty, you're up and you're like, all right, well, I guess. I guess I'll go to the office. Well, the longest way to answer this question, yes, he does like free diving and spear fishing, and he has like a, a he lives right on this canal. Um, he's not like on the main open ocean, but he's in like this canal through these like mangroves where you can get out to the open water. Yeah. And it's Wait, deep enough the, to. Is this the Key Largo guy? No, no, no. That's, Key West. That, uh, Key West. I'm thinking of Key Largo. He can get his like skinu and like other smaller boats into his skiff and stuff yeah. up to right to his house. Yes. But anyways, he made a video today talking about how he got started and how he was broke and he was working for this company, spearfishing and and doing kind of 
like something he wanted to do, but they laid him off. Mm. And then his whole world just collapsed because he was like, dude, like that's all I wanted to do. And so he bounced around a bunch of other odd jobs, decided to just move to Key West, sold everything on, moved out there, um, posted something online like, hey, uh, somebody stopped me from moving to Key West and just selling everything I own, just going for it. And somebody messaged him was like, hey, I got a room for rent. And so wow. he goes out there, rents a room, and then just bounces around these odd jobs, uh, not making much money. Working for like AT and T, worked for like a signage company. He worked for like a scuba company that takes tourists out, and, you know, go scuba diving and stuff, or snorkeling or something. He said he hated it. He's like, dude, tourists are the worst. Oh, He's yeah. like, I hate it. People are dumb, man. But long story short, he eventually he was just spearfishing and and going out all in any of his free time. He was documenting everything and putting it on Instagram. Made a couple of random YouTube videos. Never really pursued YouTube very much until like his audience on social media started to grow, and then people started reaching out to him to do charter fishing. It's like, dude, take me. I'll pay you. You know, take me to go hunt for wahoo or whatever. And uh, and then from there, he started getting enough traction to where he eventually bit the bullet and bought a boat. He went into debt. You know, yeah, the bank owns the boat. That's scary. And then he has to pay the slip and pay for insurance and all these other things. And uh, just slowly, he said it took him about seven years. Wow. He's been out there nine, but the first seven years were, like, really tough. Damn. And then they found this, like, awesome house that he lives at now, which he still has to have a roommate because it's still super expensive to live down there. So he and his fiance still have a roommate. And it's not a big house, but it's up on stilts. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hurricane-ready and stuff. Yeah. And... uh he was like, man, you can do it. Anybody can do this. You know, if you want to like live this life, man, you know, it's just, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. He's oh, like, definitely. He's like, I work five, six days a week easy. Um, you know, 12, 15 hour days. Uh, he's like, sometimes I have to wake up at 4 a.m. And, and, you know, try to get a video edited before I take my boat out and then do a 12 hour charter. So it looks like the life, but I mean, he's still working like crazy. Yeah, he's working like crazy. And he says, like, yeah, that's the kind of the, facade of like youtube yeah. and social media is like it makes it look we're just always goofing off oh, it's like really it's like i'm working my ass off but anyways all that to say it was really inspirational to see about like how he got into doing youtube and stuff and so i would encourage anybody who's into that uh key west waterman on youtube check it out yeah but yeah like that was like watching those videos getting inspired i'm like i'm moving to key largo like i'm going i'm gonna do it but even still, he um, South Florida Fishing Channel, he talks about it. He's like, man, he's like, this isn't my main gig. My main gig, he, he owns like a security software company or whatever. That's where he makes his money. But then this whole facade on YouTube, he's like, I got to play it up. I got to plan out certain days. Of, like, I'm going to do this. And watching his analytics, he's like, these videos do better. So I know, like, I got to have my girlfriend with me and we got to go fishing for this certain fish. And I got to be out there for six hours because that gives me this much amount of content. He's like, it's very... It's got it really dialed in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to experiment with some of our YouTube videos, make real clickbaity type uh, Go for it. titles. This is the end. You know, <laughs> it's over. we're done. It's over. So long. So long. Yeah. This was a mistake. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Just to get in there to grow your... I mean, it's, it's a, it is a game. You got to play the game, you know. It's fun. I mean, as long as it stays fun. Yeah. 
I'll keep doing it because obviously, I mean, we get asked all the time, like, dude, you must, are y'all making money? You know, are y'all no whatever? And I'm like, no, okay, no, not at all. We sell T-shirts, and that like at best puts a six pack in our refrigerator. Right. So buy a T-shirt. We're gonna design some new T-shirts. Yeah, we'll have some new shirts out. But no, we're not. Which Alex was pretty adamant about, like, we're not doing sponsorships, we're not going to sell out, we're not going to... Well, I haven't seen a sponsorship that would justify it yet. But you got to start somewhere. We did it. Yo, on on the last podcast, as soon as we got offered sponsors, we started doing it. HelloFresh. Audible. Audible. Fucking Audible. All these other different Uh, podcasting platforms want you to, to promote for them. I mean, it's like at at starting out, it's like, yeah, we'll give you $10, $20, $50. But it's like as you go through them and you you start pumping them out, I mean, you're selling out like crazy. At every other. Like crazy. Yeah. But your CPM just gets higher and higher. And then like I still make money. Yeah, but was it ever, was it worth it? Like looking back, all the work that it took to make those ads versus the return. Yeah, because they give you a script to read, and you just read it. You just pull out your phone and read the script. I but don't know. the cool thing, okay, so why should we sell out? No, <laughs> no, we shouldn't. But what what I what I found so cool about the way we were given ads on the previous podcast I used to do is because they they were very much like you don't have to stop what you're doing and make this super professional ad we want it to feel organic just work it in because that's how you get people to actually buy into different ads is stuff that feels organic and not like completely stopping the show and it's like the super it doesn't sound like me i really love athletic greens i just feel so good today exactly (laughs) you can totally tell the difference and the ads that we were pitched was like keep just just work it into your show. Like, don't say, like, vulgar stuff and don't say, like, offensive stuff. But, like, you don't have to, like, read the script verbatim. And there right. were times where I would read the script and then the other guys would tune in and make fun of me about it. And then we'd go on, like, a three-minute bit all within the ad. Making fun which of the I, ad. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it worked. It worked. We could all see. All right, so we'll do ads, but it's purely from a sarcastic standpoint. Like, yeah. here we go. We're going to do this stupid ad okay, well, that we have to well, do. I don't think you'd be that. <laughs> I don't even believe in this product. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But, I mean, yeah, certain. I don't even use this soap. I don't know why we're <laughs> soap. <laughs> Hello, friend. I don't even have facial hair, but I'm going sh- I'm to sell you this shaving brand. Manscaped, baby. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. But it's been fun. It's been cool. Podcasting. I didn't know shit about podcasting until we started this endeavor. And then I, I actually really enjoyed it, man. It's been cool. Um, I think the most rewarding part, getting to just meet people and stuff. Yeah. That's been cool. Like, I ran into Matt Seward today, picking up beer. Really? Um, and he's somebody I would have never really talked to. I mean, if our paths would have crossed, maybe. You know, buying burritos and stuff from him. But, like... yeah. But I run into people all the time that are either involved in the podcast or have seen it, or um, especially at the skate park. You know, like a lot of people have come up to me. Not to sound vain, but oh no, and it's still weird. What's up, dude? I love the podcast. Yeah, it is. It's very weird. It's very weird. It is even. uh, We because I never know what to say. I'm just like, oh, cool. Thanks, Thanks, man. Awesome, buddy. 
appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. But I think most, a lot of our audience is definitely skating related. Like those episodes seem to do the best. So I want to, in the future, I definitely want to do more skateboarding related episodes. And we may have a few coming up. I've been talking to some people. Um, but we don't have a plethora of like pro skaters from Alabama to reach out to, really. So Not yet. Not yet. Which is why um, we need to be hanging around the skate park in a while. Yeah. So I've reached out, you know, obviously we did the dudes from Change Skate Shop in Tupelo. Some of their riders I've reached out to. I'm like, hey, the next time you're in town, hit us up, man. I'd love to talk to you guys because there are some shredders, dude. Like, guys that are really good. Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, getting off track on the BMX train. Uh, a lot of BMXers up there riding. I ran into Nathan's brother. When were we talking about BMX? We weren't at all. <laughs> I just had something in the back of my head. But there's this pro rider dude from uh, from Alabama. I think his name's Barry Nobles. And I think he, I don't know if he was big into like BMX and then got into like freestyle skating or, or skating, biking. He's from Alabama? He's from Alabama. Hey, look, he has a YouTube channel. He's got 21,000 subscribers. He's not doing bad. But he did a short, what do they call it on YouTube? I think stories. It's like a story type deal where he was at the park. So this is like the massive section. He's over the volcano, goes back up, comes back down, rides around. Manual across the top, back in. Huge backflip over the volcano. Damn. Dude, that was so rad. And so I ran into Michael Pocus uh today yo shout out to pocus brothers man shout out to pocus nathan you get to get you need to get to the skate park i've yet to see you up there Oof, michael's up there all the time just kidding nathan's busy man he's building his uh his coffee empire wait didn't they both buy bikes yeah so they got bikes um Our brother bought him a bike yeah Ram. and he's been up there riding and uh i was talking to him about this dude he's like yeah this dude's pro and he's like super good and I discovered him when I got really big into BMX, but man, I saw this. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, see, I don't know a lot about BMX. I don't know anything about BMX. About but man, I'm a... Uh, Dave Mira, Dave Mira, Dave Nira, Dave Mira, RIP, brother. Yeah. RIP, man. But that dude is really good. But maybe we can get him on the podcast. That'd be cool. I'll reach, reach out, out to him. If he listens, hey man, I'd love to have you on. We can talk BMX. I can talk about anything. I don't have to really know much about the subject matter. That's the beauty of it, man. I, I can just ask really dumb questions and keep I, a conversation going for. Um, yeah, not. I think that's the beauty of it. We're not afraid to look dumb and ask like the super stupid questions, and like. But then I wonder, like, do guests leave here and it's like, damn, these guys don't know anything? I don't know. Maybe. I've heard the opposite. I mean, like when we had like the dudes on from like. Uh, the band uh, Joy Boy. Yeah. You know, I wasn't like really into their music or had been a long time listener. And so having those dudes on and a lot of the bands and stuff they talked about in the whole hardcore scene that's going on, I felt completely out of my element, you know. Okay. And we took like a small break because we swapped people, you yeah. know, like, uh, anyways. And while we were out there, everybody's taking a smoke break. And I was like, how are we doing? I'm like, well, let's check the pulse here. Right. Like, is this going well? And they were, they were nice. If I was sucking it up, they didn't. They yeah, didn't shout out Joy Boy. They have a show coming up with Tim. Oh, really? Yeah, Tim has a rap show on August. Are you serious? Yeah, August. Uh, I'm going to butcher this. I'll have to send you the correct dates. August like 
twelfth or the twenty first or something. Yeah, Tim Boulder. Yeah, Tim Bo- Carlisle Jones. He's got a. He's got a. AKA Carlisle Jones. Yeah, he's opening. Joy Boy's playing, and then a couple other artists are at Saturn too. Really? Yeah, tickets are on sale now. You can go buy tickets. Holy shit! I didn't even know that. That popped up on my radar at all. Yeah. It's his first show in like, God, probably two, three years. He hadn't done okay. a show in a long time. But he's, he's, he's ready to get back out there, huh? He's all about it, man. Yeah, he's been writing new music like crazy. Does he have like a wingman when he's up on stage? So, uh, yeah, typically we use our uh, our engineer that we have, Kika. Um, normally he's his hype man, your hype man. But um, so in the world of hip hop, you don't just take the stage by yourself. You usually got yeah, like you one or two. You have somebody because you gotta have, unless you're just like playing around, play singing along to like your songs just played over the PA. You normally have somebody at a table, kind of like a DJ, but like right. playing your song. Your hype okay. man. Yeah. So typically the like every show that Carlisle's ever done, he's uses uh Kika. But Kika is in England right now. So he's using another guy he's been working with on another project. Um he's gonna be his hype man that they've been writing music together. And it's like Dude, that's awesome. Tim I didn't has, know anything about that. He has so much music coming out this year, next year. I don't know. Something about a baby. He's just like, yo, I got all these bars. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just writing, buddy. Chemical change in your yeah, brain. He's, he's in it. He's in it. Dude, that's awesome. Of course, that's his world, I'm man. glad I brought that up, dude. I wasn't going to mention anything about music. That's cool. Yeah, so... um I have to send you the dates because I'm a butcher. But August something. There's August sh- something. We'll have it in the description. Yeah, check Saturn. it out. It'd be dope. Sat- That's a cool place to have a show too, man. Mm-hmm. They've been doing a lot of DIY shows. I mean, I know Joel has been playing around town a bunch. Yo, and speaking about shows, Carlisle's like, yo, you think we could do shows at the shop? Could you? We could. It'd have to be small though. It- if it like right now or maybe going into the fall, you could open the doors up. I don't know that we could. Why not? Because it would. I would be, be loud as fuck. Yeah, it'd be. A, yeah, it's just yeah, live live bands playing. But we've been talking about it more and more. When but we, y'all are in the business district. I mean, you're not really like right next door to a bunch of houses. I mean, there are houses. Yeah, you're in the middle of Avondale. Yes, yes. but like on the, you're next to like Derby and stuff. <laughs> so I'll say, we have already run into issues with our neighbors. Oh really? Yes, because we do these these live performances, and now we do a lot more bands. And the bands play along to a click track, but drums are drums. And the drummer's playing. You're gonna... <laughs> They're wailing. Well, dude, y'all been releasing these like, you got to check these out. Anybody listening, follow LCY. Is it just LCY Media or LCY? Y'all got a couple branches. LCY Media on YouTube. Okay, yeah, LCY yeah. Media, and you can see a lot of really cool local acts. It's been heavily hip hop influenced, which is awesome. But yes. you guys have been breaking into doing more. Which, dude, think bands think, and hardcore. And dude, stuff. I, I, yes, from a business perspective, it's been great. But from like watching oh, Tim, I just think it's cool. Watching Tim be able to fulfill this, this like itch that he's had because he's been filming music videos our whole friendship. As long as I've known him, he's been into hip hop. Hip hop music videos, hip hop performances, being in the hip hop scene. That's been his stick, but he's always wanted to film bands. He's like, I have this vision. I know that I can do 
a hardcore music video or or any band that wants a music video, I know I can do it. And none of the none of the bands ever want to do it because let's just be real, bands don't like to spend money. When it's like when you have like a solo hip hop act with this just one person R and B, he'll spend all the money in his pocket. But when you get in a band with like six people, they're all like, "Well, we don't want to spend this much money." We don't. So it's crazy. It, it's been super difficult. So, uh, like two years ago, we started this thing called LCY Live, and it was all based around hip hop artists because hip hop that's where the money's at. That's where people are passionate about what they're doing. They want to get their name out there and do it. So the first year was all hip hop. The second year, we released this new format of LCY Live, where it's all black and white. Um, Which is what you guys are going on now, and you've done these cool videos. With yes. Like- so what we did was we pitched it to all these bands for free, and because Tim's like, I just want to film bands. It's like a different. It's it, a whole another facet. Yes. Yeah, which is really cool. And so a few bands agreed to do it for free live, and then it's like it took off, and now you have all these bands that are just booking like, Yo, I want a live performance. I want a live performance. And when we say live performance, let's be clear, you guys are. It's a live recording. It's a lot, not even so live. <laughs> Let's clarify because I feel like there's been some misconceptions for here. So uh, it's, it's a one take yes. performance, which is also it's a band, but they're singing along to a pre-recorded song. Yes. Right? So it's not like you guys are miking the bands and doing like multiple takes Correct. and getting a live audio recording. Correct. But so this stems from the world of hip hop again. So when when we initially initially did this, there's other people doing live performances. Oh, you guys did a video with Apprehend? Yeah, we got Apprehend in. They were sick. When did y'all dude. do that? Uh, not that long ago, like a week ago, really. Dude, check this out. Yeah, Apprehend, shout out Apprehend, uh, dude. They're so sick. Birmingham boys, love them. You think they come on the podcast? We reach out to them. Maybe. What up? We'd have to find a way to mic up. Dude, more than so people. many people were like apprehend, dude. They're like killing it right now. You they are. To talk to them. They are. They're so. Is he sick. got a gun in his back pocket. What is that? Uh, no comment. Yeah, that's a gun for sure. No comment. It's again, on YouTube. Come on. Yeah, this is more visual. Again, a visual audience. Check out our YouTube channel. Yeah, it's, it's fun. We spend a lot of work building our set and setting up cameras, and we do a lot. And I feel like most of our audience is definitely on audio because then you can just like listen at work oh, yeah, and stuff. That, that, but, a podcast. I mean, yeah. But check it out because then you can see these cool LCY live videos. So, anyway, getting to see Tim fulfill and getting to film live bands like he's always wanted to do, like hip hop is well ingrained in, in our business, our day to day business. But like getting him to see this, getting him to. Getting to see him do stuff like this is awesome. Cause he's okay, but going back to the original question, now that you guys are doing more bands, have you guys run into problems with oh, your neighbors? Is that that's where we're that's going? That's where we're going. Sorry. Do we get off on these tangents? Because yeah, um, yes. you were talking about the potential of doing live shows, but maybe that won't work. <laughs> I forgot. Yes. So we've run into problems with doing these live performances. Because we like... It'd be like a Tuesday morning at like 10 a.m. And the drums are just going crazy. <laughs> you got a State Farm right next door. State Farm's coming. The flower shop's coming. There's like another legit business that's coming. And they're just beating on the door. But there's drums playing. So we're, <laughs> Are you so they're, serious? They're calling the cops. That's really happened? So the cops have shown up to our place several times. And we're like, oh, dude, like, wow. We're like, yo, sorry. And one of the one of the guys, he's like, man, you gotta have a permit to do stuff like this. And I'm like, 
Well, it's not a live show. Like, this is our business. This is what we do. We're videography. This is, And the, he's like, it's like a fine line of like, it's not like we're How putting, many people before it becomes like a show? Exactly. Before it's, you know, it's like, no, no, no. We're, we're recording here, making yes. a video for... Yeah, so, and it's the same cop every time. And he's just like, you know why I'm here. <laughs> it's the same dude. Are you serious? Yeah, and so, but it was so hard because you... The reason we do that on weekdays is because that's when the band is in town to do a show that evening, so it's easier to get them in, you know, in the Well, maybe you wait until lunchtime. So we have since switched to Saturdays, and we only film bands, like, on the weekends if they're in town to do that. Then they can rage out. Yes. So that has then morphed into, hey, we can set up, like, a cool set for the bands to play and have, like, a decent amount of space to have, like, a crowd how do we feel about like actually putting on a show like Friday night or Saturday night, something like that? See, all the businesses are closed. Exactly. That's when it's okay. But 10 o'clock in the morning. You would definitely need to have the show be over by like 9, 30 or 10. Yeah, it'd be a hard cut off at 10 o'clock. Hard cut off. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. You could just do it and see what happens. We've been talking and about see it. See if people like complain. But you could increase the capacity by opening the door, but then also you're letting all that noise yeah, out. So maybe that wouldn't work. That's a mistake. But that's a small... But it is very small. But then you look at venues like the Firehouse, which is also super small. Super DIY. It. Yeah. But I we just have, wouldn't want people getting in there and like tearing shit up. Like I if you've been to the Firehouse, it's like a dungeon. Like you can't it is, mess but at it the, up. At the same time, something that I was super ignorant about having gone to hardcore shows when I was a kid is very... It was a different atmosphere than it is now. The the so punk, maybe they would be more respectful. The punk hardcore scene now is is so, not to talk shit about no, anybody. No, exactly. I'm just saying, just in general, you have a house party, you have a big group of people. Yeah, things just yes. get broken. Yeah, you know, most of the time by accident, just having a large crowd, things get dirty, trash overflows, a lot of people in the bathroom. You know, it's just like it can be a lot to clean up, even if everybody's doing their part to keep it chill yeah and just having a big crowd that was always a hard sell for me i was always like no 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 we just won't do it like it's cool but we're not gonna do it but i've since been i don't know i've i've since had a change of heart and i was like this could be so y'all haven't done it yet we haven't done it yet but we've seriously been talking about it okay all right dude i'll see why getting in the live show venue biz Yeah. yeah maybe Possibly, you could have like donations at the door. Do like free show. So, well, we've kind of we've been working with a dude who's um, shout out Blaith. Um, he's been super helpful. He's he's in no cure. Um, he's come in. He's I can't say enough nice things about him. But he's he's. They need to reach out to like McGriddle and all those dudes and like yeah, that, they they know how to run. When we shows. have we've we've talked to him too. But essentially, LCY would just host the venue. So it would come down to Blade or whoever the show to put would, on the show. Exactly. So they give us a flat fee to rent out the space, and then they're in charge of uh, door sales, ticket sales, stuff like that. However, they want to market it, they can. And it could so be that, free, it could be three dollar cover, five dollar cover. Yeah, because that was the big thing for me is like I don't want to take on the responsibility of ticket sales, people coming in the door, also scheduling. Exactly. I was like, no, no, no. It's like we need to act as just a venue. We're the venue. You rent out the venue, then you do whatever you want to do. If you want it to be a free show, it's a free show. If you want to charge tickets, you do that. Like, do whatever you want to do, 
and we just host the event. That's it. Yeah. That's so that, that's idea. kind of where we landed right now. I think that'd be sick. That's awesome. Could be cool. Yeah. I've always thought it would be cool to do some kind. I don't know what it would look like, but it's so well set up to do having the big cyclorama wall, some kind of small film event. Yeah. And I've been looking for the right excuse to do it. You know, like Justin Self, he's got a bunch of videographer friends, and they're always doing like cool films. Well, could we not get in with the film fest and just like? I don't know, man. Is it too far out of the way from Northside? Well, I'm sure. I mean, the film festival is in August, so I'm sure they've got all the venues on lock. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, just to fall into that. Maybe. I mean, I think it would be perfect. I mean, you could easily have a crowd of... How many people can you think you can fit? We've had over 100 people when we did the thrifted... Yeah, okay, but if we if we had the projector shining on that back wall and then did just, like, rows of chairs... Mm-hmm. How many people do you think you could comfortably seat? You got two restrooms. I mean, you've got like the facility to like everybody would be comfortable, air conditioning. I mean, yeah. How many seats do we have set up for the Halloween party? Like two rows of six? I'm thinking like 50 people, 60 people. I I, I think 100 people. You could have 100 people in there? Yeah. I, I think so. When you guys did the building, did they give you like a what's the maximum fire code? So we don't have that because it's like a private business. Oh, okay. Like we're not, we don't have a sign on the building that says, you know, it's like a, it's not. You fall under a different category or something? Yeah, because we call, it's all private. It's like it's, it's. You but ha- if you started having events, would that change? I don't know because we did the thrifted events on the weekends. Like, but y'all have the big garage door open. And so it's yeah. more of an indoor outdoor thing. And maybe with a film festival, I say film festival, just like a film event. Where you're showing a movie or something, um, especially in the fall, mm-hmm. I mean, you could have the doors open and be comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, before it gets too cold. Um, yeah, and then we, people can mingle outside. You can come in. Yeah, we're uh, we're already we've got a lot planned for that alleyway. We're gonna deck that all out. Um, yeah, I need somewhere to park my Harley. Can I? Uh, I think that's where the bobber's gonna go. Okay, well, good because I need somewhere where I can keep it where it's not on the street. Yeah, and really, I need to get it. with you for that. And I'll long. rent you. The uh, the awning that you bought at that you have at your office that you park your car under, we may look at getting one of those. Maybe we get one that's more legit, like a kind of a half metal building. We but could, at the same way. time, uh, Tim just bought a basketball goal and built it inside. That's way too big, so it's gonna have to go in the alleyway. Because we were wanting to do like string lights, those like rope lights and stuff. That's out of the question now with a basketball goal. Well, yeah. Um. But no, venue-wise, it could be sick. Any anything that we can do to maximize what we use in the space, we'll do. You know. All right. Well, anybody listening, if you have ideas, we've got a small space, and I say we lightly. Uh, my brother has a small space, mm-hmm. but because he's my brother, I'm kind of part of it. Yeah, we. So. Lola finally went to sleep. That's no cool. No shot. No shot. Well, this has been fun, man. I think we need to do more podcasts like this, just I've me been, and you. I've been saying this since day one. It only took us 60 episodes. And it's been a lot more chill not having to, like, schedule. No, no, I know we do have a list of people that want to come on that we've had scheduled, that we're working on schedules. We will get you on. I promise. It's been a lot of people I've made promises to. Uh, a lot of really cool people in our city that I want to talk to, man. And Yo, and I'd like to say, if you've made it this far, we've had some guests on. That have been like, yo, I felt weird reaching out, asking if I could come on the podcast. 
reach out. It is not weird. Please do it. It's not weird. We have exhausted our own social networks. And so I know there's lots of people doing cool things out there that I may not have on my radar. Right. Because um, at the same time, it's we don't know all these people. There's a right. lot of times like this is our first time meeting them is in your basement of yeah. all places. And it's like, all right, let's, let's like, meet each other. What's your names? All right, right. cool. And we're rolling. <laughs> yes. So there, there's an awkward factor there, but it's on both sides, you know. But it's fun. It is. We make it fun, dude. Yes. It's cool. So, yes. uh, It is not weird if you reach out. We would love to have you on and come talk about some cool thing that you're doing. Yeah, man. Kind of get the gist of the show if anybody listens or follows already. Kind of like a cool local Birmingham podcast thing. We're just dudes. We're heavily skateboard influenced, but we'll talk to people about anything. And uh, you can follow us at heavyultra.com we do have a website for anybody that still goes to websites or you can follow us on social media and when i say social media i basically mean instagram that's really the only place we are yeah we're not on facebook we do have a tiktok dude tiktok's algorithm has changed because i used to post videos and then we get like organic views yeah but i don't spend a lot of time on tiktok at some point they changed it i don't know if it's like because i'm not spending enough time as a user no but the videos have plummeted. So, so this I'll give you a little insider feed. Okay. So the thing with TikTok and anybody listening, if you want to get started out on TikTok, TikTok will will favor your first couple of videos and promote it to the masses and put it on everybody's for you page and get those views because they want you to get hooked and then keep posting videos. So like your first like three to six. The three to ten videos that you post are going to pop off. Okay. Well, that's exactly what happened. In an effort so that you're like, damn, I'm gaining traction. And then you keep continuing to post. And then TikTok's like, all right, we've given you the exposure. It's on you to hold and build a community after that. But what happens is people post like six videos. They all do well. Then the seventh, the eighth, the tenth videos doesn't do well. And then they're done. And they never come back to posting videos. Yes. Okay, so well, that's you, totally what happened. So if you're looking to get into TikTok and you have like a gimmick you're wanting to do, make sure your first like six videos are it. because <laughs> Have it dialed in. Yes, because then people will follow your page and then it's organic after that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yes. it has plummeted. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like videos that I thought, like it's the same stuff we post to TikTok or to Instagram to like promote new podcasts where I cut together like a 60 second reel. Yeah. And I'll put that on TikTok, too. And, dude, I'm talking about, like, zero views. Like well, I'm, none. I'm like, how is that even possible? Well, I think like, I know, like, I have, like, five friends who watched it and, like, zero views. Yeah, like, I don't know. What the I th- fuck, dude? I think it's different on Instagram because we've kind of cultivated – it's a Birmingham audience. As where people on TikTok, these random snippets from a random person they don't know. Sure, and I get it. I just want to market to, like – I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, all that to say, we're basically only on Instagram. That's because we're on YouTube. I don't know social media. We're on YouTube. We're on YouTube. YouTube's social, yeah. But as far as like social media stuff. Look, heavyultra.com. It's got all of our links there. Buy a t-shirt. Well, Give us a donation. That's what I'm saying. Like the t-shirts. <laughs> we need more t-shirts. We're sold out of like large XL yeah, you're not going to find much. Get we, you a small. We have smalls and 4X. <laughs> we have smalls. Get one for your dog. Yeah. <laughs> we got you. So, cool. All right, brother. Till next time. Till next time. This was fun. Did we miss anything? Is there anything else you need to talk about? No.
No. Stuff we talk about every day. Sweet. That's it. All right. Peace. I don't know how to end this. We're just going to be done. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.